know I'm reminded of back in the old church how the preacher used to stand up and tell us that we had to go out and witness more. But we the seven sons of soul, we come to let you know today that we got to stand up and be a witness for Jesus. <laughs> Listen to this. Back in the old church, <laughs> the preacher would preach about the way you live your life is the way people are going to view Christ. It remains the same today. We got to tell people. Testing one, two, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, good morning. Good morning. Listen. Love cuts deep. See, real love never go away. My daddy told me in the hospital, he said, Holly, I'll never leave you. I was scared to death because I've never been without daddy. But he told me I'll never leave you. And I went to sleep. This is the truth. I went to sleep and daddy sung a song to me in my sleep. But I'm going to try to sing it to you. I don't know. What dad was saying to me in my dream, dad said, Son, do you remember when we rode from town to town? Even when you were small, you followed me around. But now I'm in a place as beautiful as can be. Influence you. 
for that to influence me. One more round and I'm through with this one. There it is. Boy, do you remember when we would ride from town to town? Even when you was nothing but a empty boy, you tried to follow me around. But now I'm in a place as beautiful as can be. Your loving kindness for me. 
is your mercy, Donnie McClurkin. Are you ready, Pastor Cooper? Amen, amen. Thank you very amen. much. Amen. All right, let's go. We have devoted ourselves uh, as people of God, and we want to continue in that devotion because we have a commitment to not only God, but to God's purpose. And how many know we have a purpose in God? Yes, amen. amen. You know, we're not just here by accident. We're not just here because 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 we want to wear our hairstyle a certain way or we want to drive a certain kind of car. All those things are wonderful, but we have a divine purpose in being in the earth. You're different from me. I'm different from you. She's different from us. Everyone is different, but yet we're all the same because God created us for a purpose. And we're in that season right now where that purpose is about to be established. Amen? Well, I've got to say that again. We're in that season right now where our purpose is about to be established. Hallelujah. Yes. For a long, long time, amen, there's been resistance, there's been hindrance, amen. There's been all kinds of things trying to stop you fulfilling God's purpose for your life. How many know there are blessings in fulfilling the purpose of God? Yes, indeed. Yes. yes. When you understand completely what your purpose is and you go about fulfilling it, making it your full-time proposition, you will live a life of blessedness like you never experienced before. Because all God wants to do for you is bless. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yes, so he's yes, asking yes. something. He's asking a little something in return. He's asking a little something to make it work because because it takes how many know it takes uh, uh it, it takes teamwork to make things work. So yeah. we have a part to play and God will bless us for the part we play. Amen. Amen. We have a purpose because we, as the people of God, are who the world is waiting for to stop all the madness that's going on in our world. Amen. And no one can do it like us. Amen. Praise the living God. No one can do it like us, brothers and sisters. I I, I watch a lot of, uh, you you know, I like like to watch... uh, National Geographic. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that because I like the programs that they show. I like to see birds and different things that, yeah. that, that are in our yeah. nation. I like to see the eagles, and I like to see I like to see them up close and personal and just how magnificent God has made these creatures. Yes. And they can do a lot of things, praise the living God. They can do a lot of things that we can't do. They can fly, praise the living God. Some of them can swim deeply in the water, praise God. But one thing they can't do, hallelujah, one thing they don't have, that we do have, they don't have dominion. No, they don't. And God Amen. ready nope. for his people to start using the gifts that he has given us. How many know anything God says you have is yours? Yes. Yes. And we've been given some powerful gifts, amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's the most powerful gift he could give you. Amen. Amen. Because man, amen, over time had lost track of what his purpose is, and God had to send Jesus to give us an illustration so we can know how we're supposed to live. Ah, and if you just follow Jesus, amen, you not only get a glimpse of, but you'll establish the pattern of how we're supposed to live our lives. Oh, and the great and wonderful things he does, we can do also. He said, praise God. I want to take a moment and just welcome all the callers, amen. When you're on fire like that for the Lord, you know, it's kind of hard to put the fire out, but I got to say hello. God bless you. Thank you for calling in, all the listeners. God is in this place right now. I don't care where you are. I stop by to tell you, God is in this place. Yes. Amen. Amen. We can be thousands of miles apart, but I'm telling you, God is in this place. 
Yes, yes, he is. Yes, indeed. My Bible yes, said where two or three are gathered in his name. He says, there am I in the midst. Amen. And when Amen. God proclaims his presence, try to stop it. Yes. Amen. What we want to do is get to the place where we understand our positions, our purpose, and we can begin to function that way because because the world is waiting to see something happen that's not happening. And we're going to talk about that today. But I want to welcome all the callers in. Amen. And, and, Amen. and brother, generally, you know, we, 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 we offer a time of prayer and testimony and praise right off the top. But I feel the Holy Ghost moving so strongly right now. I pray that God will allow me to do that at a later time in this fellowship in the Word. But I feel the Word of God flowing, praise the living God, like a waterfall, like a river. And we need Amen. to hear what God is saying right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, yes. we thank you for this Amen. opportunity to be in your presence today. Help us, Lord. Submit to you. Help us, Lord, to submit to your will to do what you would have us to do only, not anything else. We don't want to customize it. We don't want to modify it. We want to do it just the way you would have us to do. That's each and every one of our lives. Have your way. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can give him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank Amen, you, Lord. hallelujah. You give God praise. You give God praise right where you are. Praise the living God, and you can expect God's blessings right where you are. Hallelujah. You got to give God praise. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Let's talk for a minute, if you would, about, about, about what we were speaking on purpose. We were speaking on purpose because we have to know our purpose, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. We have to know our purpose. First and foremost, if you really want to know your purpose real good, you always have to go back to the beginning. Because when you go back to the beginning, you'll see the way God made you and how he made you tells you what he wants you to do. I, 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 I'm sure the ego doesn't have to quibble about his, his his purpose because he was made with wings to fly. So it's no surprise that he flies like he does. It's no surprise that he does what he does with so much majesty because he was made that way. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and that's a, and that's a chapter that we want to go to because we don't want to run away from the beginning. We want to go back to the beginning so we can know how to act right now. If you will, go to Genesis. And you got to go to the beginning because if you don't, you won't know how you're supposed to be. And there's no sense living a life, amen, with purpose and not knowing how to operate that way. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. I like that because it shows how God does things. It introduces us to God. Amen. How many know it's time for the people of God to meet God? Yes, amen. amen. So so many, so many claim to know him, but they've never met him. They claim to know him, but they know very little about him. There are things about God that we need to know. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning, I hope you have your Bibles with you, I may ask. I may have to ask a, a telephone caller to read for me just to make sure you got your word in front of you because that's where the power is in the word. Tell somebody there's power mm-hmm. in the word. Say there's it again. Power there's in the power word. in the word. Hallelujah! Power in the word. The folk in my house are saying it in harmony. There's power in God's word. Hallelujah! So in the beginning. Genesis 1, verse 1, God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heaven 
and the earth. He's the one that made heaven and earth. That seems to me like somebody that you would want to know. I don't know about you, but I want to know him real good. I want to know the one who created everything I'm looking at out the window. I want to know the one that created, amen, all the seasons that changed. I want to know the one that created Lake Erie. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I want to know the one, hallelujah, who created the heaven and the earth. He created it all. And it's time that we got to know him because until we get to know him, we're missing out on a huge, huge portion of our purpose. He's he's mighty. He's powerful. He's awesome. He's almighty. Yes, amen. He's the most high. And I'm giving him praise. So in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, as I read that, as I read that verse, the word God is the only word in that whole verse other than the word in that has a capital letter that shows you that shows you just how mighty he is. And it says, and the earth was without form and void. I'm going to read that also in the New Living Translation. It says, the earth was empty and a formless mass cloaked in darkness. Amen. How many know, how many know God specializes in taking things that are empty and formless and turning them into something magnificent? Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. You know, he does that real good. And there are lives that have been empty. There are lives that he can take, amen, that have no form, no shape, no meaning, no purpose, and God will make that individual simply magnificent. But you got to get to know him. So it says, the earth was empty, a formless mass cloaked in darkness. And the Spirit of God was hovering over its surface, over its surface. King James says, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3 says, in the, in the King James, verse 3 says, and God said, let there be light. Did y'all hear this? I want you to catch this because it's going to tell you a whole lot about God in just one verse. And God said, let there be light. He was speaking to that formless mass of darkness. He said, let there be light, colon. And the Bible says, and there was light. That tells me a lot about God. That tells me that whatever God says goes. Yes, amen. That tells me that whatever God says goes. Amen. So we have to understand that because we're going to learn as we read on that we are not, we are closely related to him. And he's showing us, amen, how we are supposed to function because he's given us an example, and this is why we have to get to know him because what God says goes. You know, you got some, you got some folk who think they're all of that out here in our world, but I'm telling you the truth, you are nothing compared to God because what God says goes. You might bark a little bit and make a little noise and expect to see results, but nothing like God's. What God says goes. What God says yes, goes. Amen. God said, let there be light to nothing. Remember now, the, the New Living Translation says, the earth was empty, a formless mass cloaked in darkness. Darkness was the earth's outfit until God saw it and decided, I'm going to do something about this. So many of us are walking around in outfits that God has decided, I don't like this outfit that you're wearing. I don't like this position that you're in. I don't like this circumstance you're in. I don't like this situation you're in, and I'm going to do something about it. Amen. We're living in the season where God is getting ready to do some things. He's getting ready to change some things. All you have to do is let go and let God. So he said, let there be light. And my Bible says, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. 
and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning was the first day. If, if, if you want to know what if you if you want to know what your name is, really want to know what your name is, you got to go to God, because He's the one that made everything what it is, and He's the one that named everything. Praise God. He He gave the first name. Amen. He called He called the He called the light day and the darkness night. How many know you got some names for you too? You know, the world is full of people that want to call you names. But if their names don't match up with the name God has for you, it don't mean a thing. Good God Almighty. Good God Almighty. It doesn't mean a thing. God, God is the one. God is the awesome one. And so whatever he says goes. Now watch this. I'm going to skip to verse... I'm going to skip to verse 26 because because he's ready now. He's created everything else. He's ready to do something that he hadn't done before. He's getting ready to make man. Talking about you and I. In verse 26, in verse 26, I got to read verse 25 first. It said, and God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and the cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. He made everything after its kind. Now watch what he's getting ready to do in verse 26. He's getting ready to make man after his own kind. He's getting ready to make man after God's kind. He said, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. You know why I'm saying it so much? Because the devil don't like it. He don't want you to know you have dominion. But God does. And anything God says, let them have, you got Amen. Amen. Anything God said, let them have, you have. Dominion is powerful. Amen. Study it sometimes. Look it up. You'll find that it means, it means supreme authority. That's the definition of dominion. Supreme authority. Supreme authority is power and authority over everything. Good God Almighty. Now, so, so God is making us after his own kind. He said he made everything in verse 25 after his own kind, and it was good. Now God said, I'm saving mankind because I'm going to make mankind after my own kind. I'm going to make them like me. This is what the Bible says. I'm going to make them like me. So when you understand that he made us like him, that means that he made us so that what we say goes. I wish I had some people that want to see change. Amen. That means that what we say goes. And there's a whole lot of things, amen, that have been going on that we have been settling for, that we don't have to settle for no more. We never really did, but we didn't have the knowledge of what we had. We didn't have the knowledge of who we were. We didn't have the knowledge that God made us after his own kind. Yes. And he made us praise the living God. He said, let us make man in our image. And after our likeness, when he says our, he's not talking to himself. We realize he's the father, but God is a triune God. He's the father. He's the son. He's the Holy Ghost. Yes. And so they're having having a creation get-together, and he's speaking. He said, let us make man after our own likeness. He's given man all of the attributes of himself. And when he said, let us make man in, in our image, if you want to know what an image is, we are the portrait. Good God Almighty. Am I having church by myself? Amen, no. We are the portrait of God. Not because yes. we made ourselves, but the Bible says it is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. He made us that way on purpose, for a purpose. Yes. 
Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. He made a whole lot of wonderful things, but he saved man for last. Amen. He said, and God said, let us make man in our image and not our likeness. Amen. The image, the image is the portrait of him. And the likeness, amen, is the same thing he is in quality. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. We have been we have been led to believe, I'm going to say misled to believe, that there is no quality about us at all. That we this, that, and the other, and we everything that people say, they can make up anything. They can make up anything they want you to be. But we have come to the place now where we realize that what you say don't mean a thing if it doesn't line up with what God is saying. Somebody need to hear that. Amen. I don't know where you are, Amen. but somebody in the listening audience needs to hear that. If not now, later. Because they've been for too long going by what folks say they are. Don't let folk define you. They didn't make you. They have no right to define you. The only one that can define you is the one that made you. Yes, amen. And my Bible says he made you in the image and likeness of himself. And his name is God. Oh, this is good stuff. Amen. No, this is not ring around the rosy, church. We're getting down to the, we're cutting to the chase because we are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. Yes. And it's time that we broke through because the only thing standing in the way of us breaking through is the same devil that's trying to tell you you're not nothing when God says, I've given it all to you. Amen. You're made in the image and likeness of God, saith the Lord. And he, when he goes on, he says, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air. You know those eagles I was just talking about? He said, let them have dominion over all of that. Praise the living God. Over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So, verse 27 says, so God created man in his own image. And in the image of God created he him, get ready for this, ladies, male and female. Created he them. Male and female created he them, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The the New Living Translation says, so God created people in his own image. God patterned them after himself. I'm reading the Bible. God patterned us after himself. Male and female, he created them. Amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise yes. the Lord, hallelujah. I, I, I got a feeling I may have to be doing the dishes before the day is over. Because when you let women know that they're just as powerful as God, praise the living God, things may change. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I love God. I love God. I love humor. And, 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 yes. and I love my family, praise the living God. And I love these callers. Because we're in a place where we don't have to do nothing but laugh. We don't have to mourn. We don't have to be sorry. God is taking your sorrow away. Amen. And and while we're at it, open up the door and just kick the devil out. He has no business in your life ever again. Kick him out. Get rid of him because he wants you to mourn. He wants you to be in sorrow. He don't want you to have no joy. Especially when he read that the joy of the Lord is your strength. He don't want you to be strong, so he's always trying to keep you mournful and sorry like, 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 and condemned and everything else. He always wants to make you feel like you owe somebody, everybody, something. And here you don't owe anybody anything because my Bible tells me Jesus paid it all. Yes, amen. So you're free. You're debt-free. If you've given your life to Jesus Christ, you are debt-free. You don't have a sin debt anymore. I don't care what you did. Yeah, sounds good. Amen. I don't care what you did. You don't have a sin debt no more. It's paid off, and it's paid in full. 
Hallelujah. You don't have no payments to make. You don't have no co-payments to make. The sin debt has been paid in full. There are no installments to be made. Jesus Jesus Christ bled and died on the cross for you to be restored, amen, to the place that God has made you. And we need to know our purpose. So as we study this, amen, we find out that we find out that it says, again, in verse 27, I'm reading from the New Living Translation also, God created people in his own image. How many know God doesn't make mistakes? Yeah. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing when he made you in his own image because that's how he wanted you to be. Amen. He made you that way for a purpose. Because there was a purpose he wants to see fulfilled in the earth that's not being fulfilled. And it's time that we people of God start doing something, started started it's time that we start begin doing something about it. Yes, yes. Amen. We hear so much we hear so much about tragedy. We hear so much about issues. We hear so much about calamity. We hear so much about circumstances. All the time. It's repetition. But we have the power over all these things. And the reason I know we do, because I just read in God's word how when he made man, he gave man dominion. Yes. Amen. Let me tell you what dominion says. Dominion says everything going on is under your feet. That may not make folk laugh where you live, but it sure makes folk laugh where I live. Because it's good to know that everything is under my feet. And that I'm not under its yes. feet. Dominion changes yes. all the rules. Dominion turns everything around. Dominion chases the devil out the door and down the street. Yes. Because he can't mess with you knowing you have dominion. That's why he doesn't want nobody like me preaching it to you because he doesn't want God's people to know. No, amen. It's one of the least Mm. talked about. It's one of the least talked about conversations I've ever heard in a church. The fact that God made His people to have dominion. He made you to dominate. Yes, He did. Yes. How long, then, are we going to have this great and precious gift and still walking around like we owe somebody everything? I'm not trying to challenge anyone to become irresponsible. We have all we all have responsibilities. We all have things that we that we that we oh, we all have things that we that, that, that we have uh, uh, have to give account for. But the things that the devil is trying to tell you oh, the things that you could never pay back if you tried. Jesus dead. Jesus Jesus bled and died, so you won't have to try. Amen. And he paid the price. He paid the penalty for your sin with his own blood. And you can't get nobody to even praise the Lord. He paid everything off. And we can't give him praise. Wow. We can't give him praise. You know, you know, when I when we first got started today, Brother Lewis. I asked you for a couple of minutes because I had to organize and reorganize my thoughts because me and my household, we spent the previous hour just leading up to what we're doing now in praise and worship. So much so, amen, that I was caught up in it. Oh, okay. And I needed a moment, amen, just to bring my mind, amen, back to the messaging that God has given me. And he wants us to know, amen, that we have a purpose, amen? Go with me, will, to Psalm, Psalm chapter 8, because it, it, it confirms what he's saying. He made man in the image of himself, and he gave man dominion. Go to Psalm 8 real quickly. We have a few moments. Yeah, we do. Go to Psalm 8. You found it, Sonny? Go to Psalm chapter 8. And when you find Psalm 8, somebody in Radio Land, tell me amen. 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 Amen and amen. 
Psalm 8, amen. Amen. The psalmist, this is a psalm of David. And the psalmist, he begins by saying, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained praise. Because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. How many know praise will cause the enemy to be still? Yes. When you yeah. give God amen. praise, amen, you, you can work on that enemy. Whatever that enemy yeah. is, I don't know what the enemy is in your life, but the enemy, the enemy, he presents himself in different ways. Amen. Yours may be, Amen. yours may be allergies. Someone else's may be asthma. I hope not. Someone else may be some other form of sickness and disease, or some other form of infirmity. But whatever your enemy is, when you begin to praise God, God will steal the enemy. He will steal the avenger in your life. Yes, amen. We got to start Hallelujah. giving God praise, and we got to know why. Because He's the one that can create things. He can make. He can turn nothing into something just by speaking to it. If that doesn't deserve praise, I don't know what does. Yes, we have a telephone church right now, but I want to go down because the question was asked in verse three: When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy hands, the work of thy fingers. The moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man, the question is asked, that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man, that thou visitest him. I got to read that in the New Living Translation because I know, I, I know, I know it's going to give us a, a, a deeper explanation of what was just said. It says, when I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon, and the stars you have set in place. What are mortals that you should think of us, mere humans, that you should care for us? Hmm. For, you, for you made us, I'm going back to King James, for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. New Living Translation says, the New Living Translation says, for you made us only a little, only a little lower than God, and you crowned us with glory and honor. King James says you made us a little lower than the angels. The New Living Translation says you made us a little lower than God. Then it has a footnote, of course. Praise God, Hallelujah. A little lower than the angels is what the King is what the New Living Translation's footnote says, and. And so we need to realize that he's talking about himself. You made us a little lower than yourself, but yet you have crowned us with glory and honor. How many know you've been crowned with glory and honor? Yes, And you crowned us with glory and honor. Now, do you think that God crowned us with glory and honor? Just because he, he just because he was trying to find a place to to lay some crowns and to give some honor, <laughs> no. no, he crowned us with glory and honor for a purpose. He wants us to honor yes. him. Praise the living God. He and he gave us crown because he wants us to reflect his glory. He wants us to live as royalty. How many people know the only one that wear crowns are royal? Yes. Amen. And it may sound strange, and you know what's so sad? That this probably sounds strange to a whole lot of folk, but it shouldn't because we should have been talking about this all of our lives. Yes. Amen. It's been in the Word that long. We have been crowned, amen. We have been crowned with glory and honor, saith the Lord. Amen. Not by accident. He crowned us with glory and honor because he wants us to live a royal life. Yes. How many want to live a royal life? Yes, indeed. Amen. You might as well say amen because that's our purpose. God purposed us to live that way. He's been wanting us to live that way from the beginning. 
But I like I like the way it goes on and how it says in, in the King James Version in chapter eight. How it goes on, he says, He crowned us with glory and honor. Hallelujah. And then it says, Thou madest him. I I, I want to make sure I'm reading what you all are reading. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. And thou hast put all things. How many know all things means everything? And thou hast put all things under man's feet. Why are we jiving around? Can I use that term? Jiving around. Yes. Why have we been jiving around, living like people who don't have anything, when God has given us everything? Amen. Where have we been missing this? Where have, we, where have we been missing this all of our lives? This has belonged to man from the get-go. From the get-go. And it's time that man began to realize what was his because it's been stolen from him. Mm. The devil doesn't want you to know, amen, you got it like this. The devil doesn't want you to know you have dominion. The Bible says, and, and God has God made us him to have dominion. In other words, when I read that, it, it lets me it causes me to believe that the purpose God made me was to have dominion. He made us him to have dominion. Unlike the birds, he didn't make me to fly. Unlike the fish in the sea, he didn't make me to swim. But he made me to have dominion. Yes. I watch the eagles, and they and they are majestic. You need to see them up close because they can do some mighty things. We just look at them and just go, ooh we. Even the small birds, the hummingbirds, all the birds, amen, they have this majestic way about themselves. And they can do a whole lot of things I can't do. But they don't have dominion. No, they don't. Nope. They don't have dominion. God made man, and he made it them to have dominion. I didn't make you to fly. Praise the living God. And, 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 you know, I like watching horses, too, because if you've ever seen the, the trotters, the ones that trot and that pull the little surreys and the, and, and the little horse racers, they really have a manner about themselves, too. They can do some stuff. I mean, when you see horses, amen, and it looks like all four of their feet are off the ground at the same time. They got a manner. They have a way of doing things. Yep. And they can do some mighty things, but they don't have dominion. God made man for the purpose of having dominion over all the works of his hands, and he's placed all things under his feet. What does that mean, yes, brother? Amen. What does that mean? It means exactly what it says. Precisely. Because because we're living in a time now where we have to start, it's time that we start stepping up and stepping out because because God has given us the, the crown and the glory and the honor so we can demonstrate him. Go to Psalm 82. We're really going to put the devil's lights out. Amen. You, and, and look, don't feel sorry for no devil. He's been trying to dog you all your life. He's kept you from your inheritance. He's kept you from your royalty. He kept you sick when you were really healed. You don't owe him nothing. But we do owe the Lord. We owe God a praise. And, you know, God is not asking for anything in return for what he's done, but we can at least give him a praise. Yes, amen. Psalm 82. And, and, you know, think about this. When we come together as people of God, the first thing people want to do is ask God to do something for them. Come on now, because we do. And we have a right to, because we trust and believe in him. Yes. So with all the goodness and all the wonderful things he's done for us, can't we at least sometimes, people of God especially, can't we make a list of things we want to do for him? Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's just asking for a praise. Hallelujah. Let him have a praise. Hallelujah. Don't be ashamed. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 
Hallelujah. Psalm 82. It says, it says, God standeth, in verse number one, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. How long will he judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Amen. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. How many know the world is full of afflicted and needy people? How many know the world is full of poor folk and poor people? Yes. Amen. That kind of contradicts what I just read in Psalm 8 where he said God has put all things under our feet. That includes poverty and lack, sickness, disease, all of those things. They go under our feet. We no longer have to be subject to those things according to the word. Those things are now subject to us. Am I getting through to anybody's area code or zip code? Yes, amen. Oh, yeah. God is trying to change things because he's looking for representatives. He wants some people, amen, that are going to demonstrate and show the world what he looks like. Hallelujah. So so he goes on, he says, he goes on, defend the poor and fatherless. I'm in verse 3. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. That's a long, 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 we can get into a long, all-day conversation about those two verses. But he goes on, he says, they know not, in other words, they don't know, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness, and all the foundations of the world, all the foundations of the earth are out of course. Glory be to God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It says in in the New Living Translation, it says, and because they are in darkness, the whole world is shaken to the core. Amen. The whole world is coming apart at the seams because people don't know and they don't understand and they're walking in darkness that you were never created to be poor and afflicted and needy. You were created to be royalty. You were made in the image of Almighty God, and he gave you dominion. And we need to get the word out because as long as the world doesn't know, amen, the world is going to stay the same, coming apart at the seams. All the foundations of the world, of the earth, are out of course. Amen. Doesn't have to stay like that. We have responsibility. We have a position. We have things we have to do, amen. And it's time that we got busy doing it. Quickly, we'll go to we'll go to Romans, if you will. Go to Romans with me real quick. Chapter eight. Don't you love the word of God? And and, and I'm saying that specifically because we need to understand that it's in the word that we have that we get our directions. Listen to this. Romans eight. Did I say verse twenty, uh Rosie? Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. I got Bibles all all in front of me, so just bear with me, if you will. Romans 8. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah, let's go go to Romans 8, verse 19. No, no, no. I'm going to go to, let's go to Romans, Romans 8, verse 18. Bear with me, you all. Romans 8.18. You found it, Sonny? Romans 8.18. It says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. God's got some glory he wants to reveal in us. He wants to show out in us. 
He didn't crown you with glory and honor just to put you in the closet and hide you. He wants to reveal you. And the glory that shall be revealed in us is talking about something that's just getting ready to take place right now. Yes. Amen. Yes. The New Living Translation. Yet what we suffer, I'm reading the same verse, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will give us later. What you've been going through is nothing compared to what God is about to do for you. I know, I know, I know. We may think, oh, my goodness, if you only knew. We all know. We've all been going through some things, praise the living God. We've all had some hills to climb. Yes, indeed. But God is letting us know, amen, that it's going to be nothing compared to what he's going to do for you because the glory, praise God, he's getting ready to manifest himself through you and through us. Yes, amen. Paul goes on and says, Paul goes on and says in verse verse 19, for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Who do you think he's talking about? He's talking about his sons, his daughters, his children. What I didn't finish reading in Psalm 82, we were talking about they're walking in darkness and they don't understand. And if you read on in verse 6, it says it says that ye are gods and all of your children are the most high. So his sons are his children. He's talking about us. Yes. And, and mm. please understand this. I mean, I mean, I know this because I deal with spiritual battles and spiritual warfare, and you don't realize where the majority of spiritual warfare takes place, but it don't take place on the street corner as much as it takes place in the church. Man, yeah. oh man, I didn't get yeah. no pleasure out of saying that, but I got to tell it like it is, because there's a whole lot of places that won't express these words to you this way because for some strange reason they don't want you to know. But God Mm. wants you to know. God wants you to know. And for that reason, we're all on the line right now today. And I'm saying it boldly and without shame. Every word of God is true. Yes, amen. And he wants you to know, amen, that you are a son of God and that the creation, praise the living God. I'm going to read that same verse. Uh, I'm going to read that same verse in, in, in the New Living Translation just for myself. It says, against its will, good God Almighty, against its will, everything on earth was subjected to God's curse. And all creation anticipates the day when it would join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. Manifestation. Manifestation means that the whole creation, is the creature of the creation, everything on earth is waiting on God's sons and daughters to show up. Because when we show up, God shows out. Yes, amen. When we show up, God shows out. Manifestation means we are given a God presentation. Everywhere you go as a son of God, you are given a God presentation. When you went to the mall that day, you were given a God presentation. Everywhere you go, God is with you. Amen. There's nowhere Amen. you can go where God is not with you. Amen. So you might as well walk, amen, you might as well walk in the light of God because he's with you for a purpose. Because he wants to shine through you. And he wants to, when you show up, he wants to show out. Yes. And he's not high-minded, but he does want to be seen. He does want to be revealed. He does want to be made known. He does want to be recognized. Yes, amen. We have a responsibility. All the creation is falling apart. They're coming apart at the scene because there's no evidence 
of the sons of God. There's no manifestation. Where are the people of God? The God has crowned with glory and honor and has given them the dominion over all the works of his hands and has placed all things under his feet. Those same people that in Psalm 82, verse 6, it says, Ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Where are those children now? Amen. Yes. And you know, Creation is crying out, and it's not just humanity, it's not just creation, it's not just mankind only that's crying out. Amen. Creation means the birds, the bees, the trees, the waters, the oceans. He's given us power over all the works of his hands. And go back and read that in Genesis so you can really get that in your spirit to let you know just what kind of power he's giving you. you got power over the weather. Amen. I mean, I'm yes. watching on the news how people are talking about climate change. They're talking about all these dreadful storms that are going on. There's, there, 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 there's a forest fire going on right now in Canada, and the smoke is coming across, amen, the northern border of the United States. And, and right now it's a sunny day. It should be blue skies, but it's cloudy and hazy because of the smoke. Mm. Amen. And I'm way down in Ohio. You can imagine what it must be like in Canada. We have to get our minds together. We have to recognize that we've not been given this power just to sit on it. We haven't been given this power just to hide behind it. We have a responsibility. We have to start using this power. We have to come together as one body in Christ. We have to start representing God the way he wants to be presented. Yes, yes, indeed. Amen. We've got power, praise the living God, to turn things around. All we have to do is recognize the power, come to know the power, get to know God, understand that he made things, God made everything, and whatever God says goes, and he made you in the image and likeness of himself, so that means he gave you that same power, whatever you say goes. Amen, yes. It does. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Like I say all the time, if you don't want to see it, don't say it. Amen. If you don't want to see it, don't say it. Amen. I'm on fire, and I could talk for weeks and weeks on this subject of representation and responsibility, but I'm going to turn it back over to the host. And I'm going to let him, amen, have some time and some moments because we have a lot to do. And we've been given a lot of power to do it. Just give God amen. praise. Yes. All right, Hallelujah. Pastor Cooper. Does anyone have any prayers out there? The lines are open. Good morning. This is Marcia. Good morning. Good morning, Marcia. Good morning. Just um, continued prayers for Alyssa, James, my neighbors, um, and for anyone struggling today. Um, I, I've i been struggling lately, but I have a lot of faith, and I know God always turns things around for me. Uh, been that way all my life, and so I trust in him, and I just want to pray for people to trust in God. And thank you, Pastor, for your word today. Amen. 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 And and thank you for recognizing that the word of God is the core to everything that we need. And there's nothing that we need, praise the living God, that we don't already have. And what we have to do is is start realizing that we have it and then spend enough time, get up close and personal with God so we can – begin to not only have it, but learn how to access what we have, and we can and turn this whole world around. Yeah. On your side yeah. of the town, yeah. mine. Okay, do we have another? Uh, yes, Pastor Cooper, I have a question. We know right. the devil is a lie. Why would someone go around saying the devil is a lie and then turn around and just curse everybody else? Just because they don't know God. 
they they they, they, they need to know they need to know God. And the reason I say that is because when they get a when they get a visual of God and they begin to know Him, Amen. They can turn their lives around. And I know we went way up to the closing time, but that's a good question. And I don't have the exact answer, but I do know this. They need to know Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Thank you. All right. I have one for myself. I'm going to ask the Lord to uncover this this cloud I have over my head today. I, I'm just feeling down and depressed today, and I don't know why. It actually started yesterday, and I'm not just... I just need this to be lifted up and to give me some positive attitude today, Lord. Amen. 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 And the Bible says, ask and it shall be given to you. Amen. And you did just that. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as it's come up to the last minute, we want to thank each and every one of you for listening in. And if those who need to listen in during the week, go to iHeart, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, and anywhere there's podcasts. Look up Donnie D's Words of Wisdom and all the different shows, including this one, will be there. So you can listen to these all during the week. We'll see you next week right here on Blog Talk Radio. Talk about me.